What's up, everyone? Welcome to Under the Cardboard Box Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Heido Martinez, and next to me is... Apparently, it's Arnoldo Castillo. <laughs> <laughs> apparently. So, apparently. So, guys, apparently... Uh, hashtag, guys. <laughs> uh... If you don't get what we're saying, you know... Just uh, listen to our other episodes. Yeah, you'll hear us probably say, So guys, and Arnaldo will say, Apparently. <laughs> so if he says apparently today, just just know. Yeah, we've got a new game going, so we've got a cup of, uh, you know, whatever your favorite beverage is, or whatever the case may be. So every time we hear each other say guys, or apparently, we just take a sip. Right, and mm-hmm. for me, if you hear me say, you know... You know, yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, take a sip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead. So I've got my water here. <laughs> um, well, welcome, guys. Uh, this is our second episode of 2016. I hope 2016 has been uh, treating you well so far. <clears throat> uh, I know it has been for me. Uh, lots of awesome plans coming along, uh, especially this month. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. I've been, uh, I've been good. How have you been, man? Um, I was good until I got here and I started this podcast (laughs) with you, uh, like seven weeks ago, eight weeks ago. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I was just like, I can't believe this is what I'm doing with this guy. Um, no man. Um, I've been, I've been all right. I've been all right. Um, still on that job search. Yeah, man. So, uh, you know, just letting you guys know. Uh, but other than that, man, it's, it's been good. It's been a good experience. Um, just been glad to be back. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, have you been playing anything lately? Just MGS. Just MGS. <laughs> I don't play anything else. Uh, but I know I know you've been uh, playing some other things. Yeah, I, uh, I've been playing The Witcher 3 a lot. Uh, I think I've tackled now probably over 40 hours. Um, it's such a great game, man. It, uh, it just won Game of the Year for IGN as mm. well. Okay. So it's a Game of the Year again. Um, and another one. <laughs> but uh it's it's good it's, mm. it's good it's a very good game actually there there is something i want to say about it is mm-hmm. yeah i think you're on the wrong podcast this is under the cardboard box podcast <laughs> where we talk about metal, metal gear, gear. <laughs> okay yeah but i'm pretty sure anyone who plays metal gear has played other games too <laughs> whatever but that that's why we have other podcasts great <laughs> podcast um not nah, just messing but uh yeah man that's that's great uh actually it, it, you know you just talking about it gets me interested in it yeah it's just the open world of it um i think this year has been so many games that have come out there are open worlds like fallout metal gear yeah it's the new gimmick uh, it's the yeah new yeah thing. it's a new thing you know if, if a game doesn't have open world then it's like oh where, where do you fit in 2016 today? you're not going with the waves here exactly um I think Witcher 3 did it correctly. And, and something that I have not heard mentioned before, but I did like about The Witcher is, um, excuse me, uh, I appreciate the um, how it was packaged. So um, if you, can you pass me the disc there? Yeah, So sure. he's passing me the Witcher 3 disc. Um, okay, so in both the Xbox One and the uh, PlayStation, PlayStation version, uh, we have, see it comes with the sleeve, right? sleeve yeah, yeah. Not, not many games do this still um there's certain games that do but not many do i know um uh what's that game called uh the evil within did it uh mm-hmm. the, uh last year and stuff but this one also comes with an interactive map so the booklet is pretty big itself right? we are not being paid for this <laughs> we're not but i i just want to i just want to shout it out because they did it correctly um, you know, a cool little uh, dear gamer, like they're thanking the gamer 
for making this game right so they're like actually thanking the gamer here at project red we believe this and this and stuff um so they said that they're coming out with 16 dlcs which are totally free so okay two stickers right the interactive map i call one all right the booklet is pretty uh pretty big which we don't get now it's usually like a like a flimsy piece of paper because who now. reads the booklet who, right who but i appreciate it? it because back then you know the booklet was pretty cool to read you know but anyway look so the this the interesting part about this though it's on playstation and on uh oh wait i have the disc inside so but i have the disc there right this is the soundtrack cd it comes with this full soundtrack of the witcher for free it comes huh. with the game this game is 60 dollars comes with the game so you feel like you've gotten your money's worth exactly plus i mean obviously people say things like uh you know uh, certain games they they're, they're kind of short so they don't feel like it should be 60 bucks obviously this game is like 200 and plus hours long but i don't really agree with the whole you know 60 dollar experience you know what where's the kind of like i guess it, does it is it only a multiplayer game is it only a single player game you know like battlefront people don't think that that should cost 60 bucks since it's only multiplayer kind of thing i did appreciate how cd project red packaged it i mean as you can see they got all this stuff for 60 bucks you know so even in their packaging has been good um you know i i do appreciate that something that is you know maybe some gamers i mean some uh, uh developers can can see and maybe kind of emulate yeah konami I mean, <laughs> nice. Kojima. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> now the news. The news. Go. The CB News. Thank goodness for segments. Okay. So, if you guys remember a couple of episodes ago, uh, we spoke about the uh, bionic arm and, uh, you know, how the one in the special edition was not like the one that Hideo Kojima showed. So now <laughs> they are actually bringing the full-size replica over here. Um if you go to Metal Gear Informer, you can actually see this. But so check this out. Uh we know that it was originally offered in in Japan as a premium package, but web store Sergo is accepting pre-orders for the item for 185 US dollars. It's set to release in May of this year. So be sure to go to Metal Gear Informer and check out some of the photos they have there. It's awesome. Uh, will you be picking this up? Heck no. <laughs> <laughs> Can't afford these things. $185 for a replica? Yeah. I mean, I, I can chop off my own arm and then ask them to install it, maybe. I think that's a lot more expensive. <laughs> I got insurance. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think I'll be I'll be picking that up. What's next? No, shut up. What's next? <laughs> All right. So the uh, new week, new developers notes. Uh, sorry, uh, designers notes. Volume eight. Uh, what's funny is I noticed something. Uh, they've been following, not like following our podcast, but we. This is our eighth episode. This is their eighth volume. Huh. Yeah. So so maybe we're following them. We're probably following them, huh, okay, <laughs> but I just okay, noticed okay, that. Uh, so yeah, yeah. let's make that clear. We're not following. Them. We're, we're not following. <laughs> okay. So Metagear Online Designers Notes, Volume 8. It discusses buddy system and knife. So just like we were talking about last week. Uh, so Volume 8 of the Metagear Solid Online Designer Notes has been posted on the official Metagear Solid 5 website. 
This week, the designers talk about the buddy system for Metal Gear Online, as well as frequently requested item that will be added to the future, the knife. Check out the full volume eight of the designer notes of the designer notes below. We're reading from Metal Gear Solid uh, MetalGearInformer.com, and they say, "Quote." Happy New Year 2016, and welcome to Volume 8 of the Designer Notes. We had an exciting ESL preseason full of lots of amazing moments and close games, and the finals are nearly over. We'll be awarding players soon. But in the meantime, Cup 1 of the se- of the first season also already took place utilizing Com Control. We will accept late signups, so join Cup 2 this weekend and compete for some great prizes. Firstly, your buddy is a source of info in the battlefield. You can check different status condition states of your buddy by looking at the different buddy icons available. So here they have a picture of the buddy actions. So like you can see like different uh, commands and different things that you can do with them. Uh, it's pretty cool. So if you guys want to check it out, go to the website. Um, but they have some stuff like buddy link establish, uh, buddy moving. Uh, so it's just pretty much like buddy actions um, and they have uh, different icons for it. Uh, they say, quote, when your buddy's icon is red, you know that they're in danger and need your help. As you continue to build a bond with your buddy, you can start to charge up the buddy gauge, uh, gauge in circling the icon. <laughs> this enables <laughs> shut up. This enables the use of the wormhole generator, which activates a quick warp to your buddy's current location. However, keep in mind when a buddy is KO'd in, in battle, the wormhole generator is inactive similarly new spawns is uh is in proximity in your buddies uh, and to your buddy are restricted while a buddy is taking damage or in an abnormal state your buddy also has a safeguard during interrogations if you or your buddy is being interrogated the effects uh reveals the location of your other teammates but the buddy is immune Use this as your opportunity to rescue your buddy during or just after an interrogation since you are the last player the enemy can track. Likewise, when an enemy kills your buddy, they're temporarily marked for you, giving you a chance to take some satisfying revenge. End quote. Um, they also have another sneak peek of a frequent uh, MGO, uh, MGO2 player request uh, players can accept in the future. The knife will be making its return in a future planned update to Metal Gear Online. Uh, knives are currently planned to be available for all three classes, as well as attackers in the cloak and dagger mission. The knife represents an alternative, uh, an alternate tactic for players employing their stealth camo to take out enemy co- uh, uh, combats. Uh, so also returning is the familiar control for the knife from previous MGO versions using a rapid short press triggers a combo action and holding the button down triggers a stab action a stab is a one hit kill action but should you miss you leave yourself open for a counter attack while veteran players will enjoy uh, the use of the knife uh, in general it expands the core infiltration gameplay to all players we're still collecting different BGMs and uh, preset text ideas so please continue to send us all your feedback through the official twitter and uh, customer support look forward to the next designers notes next week and thank you for your continued support of mgo and quotes um their official twitter is metal gear solid online that's your twitter okay i uh i love this yeah it's great i remember the knife and ben I killed with that thing. It was a very good 
very good. And now it's like one hit stab. I mean, it's always been a one hit stab. No, and I'm saying like I'm glad they're, they're, they're bringing back they're bringing the one that back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because it's such a great tool. You know, I feel like that if we're in close proximity, all we have is our CQC. You know, which is good enough. But now that they added the whole, you know, you can't be knocked out with one hit. You know, I wonder if they're going to like implore it like they do in Call of Duty or something like that. Like you hit a button and you can just knife someone. <clears throat> right. Yeah. 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 Instead of like equipping the knife. And then although if you equip the knife, that's probably I, I don't know. I'm just speculating. But uh, but yeah, man, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. I I dig it, man. And. You know, like we said before, uh, I'm extremely happy that they're still, you know, at least getting this game to its respects. They're they're talking about the ESL League and all that and how fun it was. And I saw a few of them and they were really good. You know, uh, they have they have a strong support for this game. And I'm glad that is not being overlooked. I'm glad that they're still supporting it, even though the whole Konami stuff is going on. Like, I'm very happy about that. Speaking of which, now that you've brought that up, I want to thank all those, um, all of our supporters who came out to see us Twitch. Yeah. Live. Thank you, guys. Uh, thank you for bearing with me. I was the one behind the controller. <laughs> uh, and uh, thanks for your questions, man. We really appreciated your uh, your uh, support there. And uh, just remember, we're going to be back up on Thursday. We'll be back Thursday. Um, so check this. So... I don't know if I'm saying this right. I'll just spell it out. The AIAS Hall of Fame Award to be presented to Hideo Kojima. Guess by who? Who? Guillermo. Oh, my goodness. Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro. (laughs) Thanks for that save. The guy who made uh, Pacific Rim. Yeah. And he was also going to make PT with PT with with Hideo Kojima. Yeah. So he's going to be receiving a Hall of Fame Award um, by the Academy of... Interactive Arts and Science. That I guess that's what AIAS stands for. Uh, for his contribute, uh, his contribute, his contribution uh, to the video game industry. The award will be presented to Hideo Kojima by none other than Mr. Turo um, during the nineteenth uh, DICE award ceremony on Thursday, February eighteenth. 2016 so it's coming up next month and will take place in mandali convention uh center in las vegas the academy states man look at that and look there's even a quote here it says the aias hall of fame honor is bestowed on game creators who have been instrumental in the development of highly influential games and moving a particular genre forward these individuals demonstrate the highest level of creativity and innovation, resulting in a insignificant product influence on a scale that expands the scope of the industry. Wow, that's great! And you know, they 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 it uh, continues in saying this will be the first award Kojima is able to accept in person since the clash of Konami. Ooh, low blow! Mm-hmm. Konami's management happened in March of last year. We may also hear more about his future plans, but that's just speculation at this point. Though the press release writes, and I quote, Hideo is a game creator whose eyes have always looked towards the future, and we look forward to his thoughts on DICE um, submit stage. 
In any case, just that was end quote, by the way. In any case, just seeing Kojima going up on stage next month to accept an award is something to look forward to, considering what happened recently. All right. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I don't know how we can tune into that, but I'm pretty sure we will see pictures and all of that. So I'm pretty sure they're going to live stream it somewhere. Yeah. All right. Next news we have is the next event, the next FOB event, which is called Mosquitoes Legacy. So that's running from January 5th all the way to January 12th. Uh, so beginner friendly events, FOB missions are back. Use the event points you earn from infiltrating the enemy base to get fantastic rewards you needn't fear retaliation. In event FOB missions, our defending force will not come and infiltrate your base. In turn, relax and infiltrate to your heart's content. <laughs> uh, the avoid event uh, point rewards are S++ staff, uh, uh, a few other stuff, and access to point exchange via FOB missions. Uh, attempting to exchange event points for these rewards when the maximum exchange limit has already been reached will cause the message a network error has occurred to be displayed. So just remember that. Keep that in mind. Um, so that's running again from January 5th all the way till January 12th. So get to that. Uh, the next one is special sleep gas grenade upgrade. So you, if you've been completing development of the sleep gas sleep grenade grade seven, during the event period below, your PF's offensive capability and defense capability will get a huge boost. If you haven't developed it yet, put your R&D team to on the job right away. So that's cool. You could actually, you know, do these special like upgrades for uh, uh, these sleep grenades and stuff like that, certain things during an event time and you get more PF grade. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Uh, also, support for beginners, main mission progress event. Users who've completed the following main missions up to episode 22 uh, for the first time during the campaign can earn special rewards of up to 10 million GMP. Whether you're a newcomer to the game or have been stuck on a certain mission, now's the time to give it all you've got and make some serious upgrades. Uh, those who have not yet completed episode 22 of the main mission at the time the event begins on December 17th. Um, obviously we don't count for that anymore. <laughs> nope. So, uh, for those of you that still haven't beaten MGS five, uh, play those missions. You got 10 million GMP, which will come in handy. Yes, it will. We promise. Uh, let's see. Uh, I think there's another one here. Yes. So special gift event, get up to 300 staff. I got this one. So play FOB missions and earn some amazing rewards. In this event, if during the event period you have completed the following mission and successfully completed an FOB mission, you'll earn an incredible 300 staff. This is the perfect opportunity to get the most out of your FOB missions. So users who have completed uh, episode 31 get up to 150 staff. Users who have completed episode 46 get up to 100 uh, another 150 uh, in addition to above, obviously. So there are A++ staff. So not bad. You know, you get some A++ guys, 300 of them. Uh, I would suggest you get to that. So yep. for sure. Um, I like that reward system a lot. And, you know, it's it's something that I've been utilizing because I know some of them have 
like taking the trucks, uh, you know, certain like tanks and stuff like that you can take up and you get rewards for all of that. So like headshots and things. It's a pretty cool incentive to the game. Mm hmm. You know? Yeah. Speaking of uh, changes. So ESL has uh, a couple of changes in their rules. Um, and they're as follows. Metal Gear Online tweeted. So follow them if you want to be ahead of the curb. So this is they're saying at ESL Metal Gear. Cups number two to number five, we are making a revision to the rules. Players are now restricted from e-locators, FB, MR, R launchers, and the groom-11. Okay? Use of these weapons in cup number two to uh, through five and the cup final is restricted. Please be advised of the rule change in prep for this weekend. However, these weapons are still available for use in the scheduled North America preseason final this weekend. Okay, guys? Um, since the rule change is sudden, please coordinate with your team members and upcoming opponents to be sure everyone is clear before play. If there's any discrepancy... Of you uh, of use during a match, please take it up with an admin immediately. So, guys, you heard it here. Can't say you heard it here first, but you know if you if you use the e locator for whatever reason, I know scouts use that, um, or uh, I guess the other one was for the enforcer because he said launchers. Uh, make sure you don't have those, uh, man. I don't know how I feel about restricting. Um, the e-locator, though. Yeah, that's... Like, uh, I understand the launcher, because it could just be, like, a one-hit kill right, kind right. of a thing. True. But the e-locator, really? They only give no you, like, idea. two and three max. Yeah, I, I... I don't know. That kind of sucks. You know? Mm. I guess they saw maybe exploits during the streams that maybe they were using. I mean, I, ho I hope they give us an explanation. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we have the next piece of news. So, this comes as no surprise, but... Uh, Kojima Productions team meets up with Sony's Su uh, Shuhei Yoshida, who's uh, obviously well known in the PlayStation community. He is the president of Sony Computer Entertainment. Um, he has he's a he's a great guy. Um, he's been in Sony for a long, long time. I know Greg Miller out of the kind of funny community. Uh, he's you know he's one of the hosts there. Uh, he's he's you know, infatuated with Shuhei. They even have a segment with him calling singing to Shuhei. Uh, so it's really cool. They uh, Cool you know. is not the word I would use for that segment. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually pretty cool, though. Uh, so Kojima and his team met up with the president of Sony Computer Entertainment, Worldwide Studios, Shuhei Yoshida. Uh, for a lunch, uh, for, for lunch, they met up. So I think uh, Ko Kojima tweeted out, had lunch with Shuhei Yoshida. We've known each other since uh, Police Knots PlayStation version. On another picture posted by Yoshida, we can see Ken Imazumi and Yoshi Shinkawa, as well as this photo uh, was also retweeted by Guillermo del Toro together with the text Sensei. So it's them with, I think, a selfie stick, I think. Uh, so it's them together with a selfie stick in like some type of hotel or something like that. Um, just meeting up for lunch. <laughs> As we know, Kojima Productions made a deal with Sony for the first title to be a PlayStation console exclusive. 
This meeting could be related, but it could also simply be a lunch with old friends. Uh, in other news, Kojima recently posted a new photo of the Kojima Productions Guild designed for iPhone case. It's still not clear whether it will be available to buy or if it's just a custom made itself for Kojima himself. Um, it's just like a, as you can see here, you know, it's just like a, a iPhone case for his phone. I know he had one for uh, Metal Gear Solid Five and yeah, Metal Gear and stuff, but well, um, he has his own phone case. Yeah, his own yeah. for like his own production. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, he's he's Kojima. So, <laughs> yeah. Putting his name everywhere, I see. All right. So, guess what, guys? Metal Gear Rising Revengeance is now available on the um on the Shield. On the Nvidia Shield. Mm-hmm. The Shield. Um, if you guys don't know what that is, it's basically like a console on the Google platform. And so and so you're able to like download certain games and whatever the case may be. So it's part of the Play Store. Um, you can get it for about fifteen four fourteen ninety nine. Um, you you guys, if you guys never played or if you have, uh, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance is the collaboration hack and slash project between Kojima Productions and Platinum Games. Um, so it the original game came out in two thousand thirteen for Xbox three sixty and PS three and later PC. The Shield version will come out with all three DLC missions. And all skins will be available for the price that I had mentioned before, $14.99. And this is what the website says. Say hello to a new kind of Metal Gear optimized for Shield Android TV. Two signatures of the Metal Gear series are the complex storylines and spectacular cutscenes. And Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, now available on Shield Android TV, has both. That's what they're just advertising it as i suppose but um but yeah the dlc missions blade wolf Jetstream, and vr missions um will be available and it'll also provide all the customized body upgrades for raiden including white armor inferno armor commando armor raiden's mgs4 body and the ever popular cyborg ninja so guys check it out go get it if you want it is a very good game uh, for what it is. Is it completely a Metal Gear in my opinion? No, but, you know, it, it follows the story right after part four. But go get it. I recommend it very much. It's a great game. I uh, finished it. It's extremely hard, even on normal. Uh, but it's it's a very fun game. It's a platinum game. Hack and slash, super fast uh, action. It's nothing compared to Metal Gear. It has... Uh, has a few homages, you know. They do mention snakes, but uh, it's it's a plan. One time, yeah, just one, one time, time <laughs> they mentioned, and that's like during a codec, yeah, conversation, it's, it's, yeah, intended. Uh, so the last piece of news we have today is Metagross Solid Five: The Phantom Pain among GDC Choice Awards nominee. It was nominated in four different categories, so it's happening March thirtieth. It's a, the developers conference. It will take place in uh. Does it say? Okay. <laughs> it doesn't say anywhere. But the nominees for the GDC Choice Awards have been published on the official website. Metagross Solid 5 The Phantom Pain has been nominated for four awards. Game of the Year, Best Design, Best Audio, and Best Technology. So I'll only mention uh, their Game of the Year awards, which is Fallout 4, The Witcher 3, Metagross Solid 5, Bloodborne, and Rocket League. 
Uh, so I they don't mention anything about voting. So I guess uh, tune in. It's going to be March. Uh, it's going to be the winners will be announced on Wednesday, March 16th, 2016 at 6.30 p.m. at the San Francisco Moscone Center. There it is. That's there it is. <laughs> Found it. Uh, and it will be live streamed on Twitch. So unless you, uh, you know, if you want to see it, check it out on Twitch. Mm-hmm. So that's it for the news today. Uh, I hope that maybe if you didn't know some of that news, uh, maybe you got some news from us. Yeah. And if there's anything we missed, please let us know uh, via email or whatever the case may be. For sure. We want to stay in the loop just as much as you guys do. Yeah. Uh, and remember, you guys can get this news on Metal Gear Informer. That's where we get it. Uh, trusted site for a long time. Uh, just in case you want to read them and look at the pictures as well. Okay, so if you're playing online and you uh, start shooting at someone, whether it be from the hip or in first person view, and you run out of bullets, try pressing the square button if you have PlayStation or the X button if you have an Xbox, and you'll switch to your secondary or primary weapon, whichever you're using first, it'll switch to the opposite. Another one that I forgot to mention before is the cardboard slide. So if you have the cardboard box and you're standing as you're walking in it, if you hit square or X um, on the Xbox, you then do do like a slide on the floor. Anyone who's in your path, you're going to hit, causing them damage. Um, damage to stun, of course. Another tip is using D-Dog to Fulton. Now, let me explain this one. If you're running low on GMP um, and you're knocking out enemies, you can use D- a certain suit that you can develop it, that you can develop for D Dog that allows him to plant Fulton devices on knocked out or held up enemies. Use that, and it won't waste GMP. So go for it. And the last one I have for you, either online or in the story, but mainly online, when you are when you see an enemy with their back face to you and they're running the opposite direction or whatever the case may be, try to avoid giving a full sprint right after them. You can do it, but the thing is, is that you leave yourself completely vulnerable as your noise will show up on their radar as red coming after them. So they'll turn around. So even if you have stealth, you're still giving your position away. So that's all I have for you folks today. All right, that was tips with Arnaldo. And now, our Codec Conversation. The Codec Conversation. All right, you can write into Under the Cardboard Box so that we could read your topics here for a Codec Conversation, just like Pancake 27 He said, Hey, gentlemen, awesome podcast, faithful listener to the show. I have a question. What are some of your favorite Metal Gear moments? One of my favorites is actually in MGS2. When you're sneaking in your snake and you're sneaking in with snake and the Marines are having a meeting, uh, keep up the good work and UCBB. Uh, that's a great question. Uh, for that last part, UCBB, something we wanted to mention, uh, we are changing it instead of the acronym, instead of UCBB, we're going to change it to UCBP. Uh, you can explain why. Yeah, reason why is um, when I put the hashtag UCBB on our Facebook page, 
uh, out of curiosity, I, I hit the hashtag and you know how it shows you related content. What I found that is, is that there's a college that has the same acronyms. So in order to not have so much confusion, uh, both Hiro and I did not want to change it, but I think it would be for the best. So from here on out, we will be known as UCBP under the cardboard box podcast. Um, I know it, it'll take a while, but you guys will get used to it just like we will. Yeah. So if you guys are using the hashtag or anything, just use UCBP from now on. Yeah. Yep. Uh, going back to the question, uh, I picked this one just cause it was, it was interesting. Um, I have a few that are awesome that I, uh, experienced. I actually have one. <laughs> just one. Just one. When that's, that's the entire MGS series. <laughs> just- All right. Conversation over. Yeah. Uh, trivia time. Let's go. So yeah. <laughs> nah. Uh, so one of my favorite moments has to be in MGS three. Uh, it's, you know what? Actually, how about this? How about we go from MGS one, two, three, four, and five, just like canon, and then we can go to uh, um, our favorite Metal Gear Solid moment. What do you feel? Yeah, sounds good to me. Okay, so MGS one, my favorite one is uh, it'll have to be hmm, fighting Cyborg Ninja inside of uh, yeah. Yeah, why is that? Uh, just because the fight was different. It was in an enclosed space. <laughs> now, when which version are you talking about? Twin Snakes or MGS1? Oh, MGS1, the original. original. The original? Yeah. Okay. So, just because it was in a closed space, uh, it, was, uh, it was different, you know? He was hacking and slashing and, you know, just... It was, it was, it was a very good experience. I think that... No game has set that bar yet with that type of gameplay. Uh, I like that. You know, that was it was different. It was cool. It was cinematic. You know, every time you cut down his health, you know, it would go to another cutscene, and then and then it would uh it would have like you know different parts inside of it. Like he'll he'll get a stealth, and then you'll have to find him in that part, and then you'll have to uh, you know just fight him hand to hand. I don't know who would decide to shoot him, but. <laughs> If anyone's trying to shoot him, it's not going to work. But uh, just hand-to-hand combat as warriors, you know, like he says in in the in the fight. Uh, I really enjoyed that part just because it has so many moments that is just like key to the game. Uh, in the fighting aspect of it, of course, it's just like hand-to-hand combat. And the whole game is, you know, espionage, um, you know, guns and all that and stuff. But I enjoy that it's like a hand-to-hand combat. What about you for MGS1? Uh, well, I, I would have to say in MGS1... Uh, my one of my you know highlighted parts would be after after you go back where you defeated uh sniper wolf for the first time where you actually have the key card to go through right and then once you go through the alarm rings oh uh, yeah and you have to go up the tower yeah, like, yeah. through the stairs mm-hmm. it's such a it, there's so much tension in that moment yeah it's like you're running up and there's people behind you and then there's people in front of you yeah and, coming up uh, the stairs downstairs. yeah yeah you gotta run up the stairs running gun basically which you know if you were like me when you first played you didn't know you could run and gun in the game right no you, you i didn't know you would just yeah, yeah you would just shoot and stay still mm-hmm. but if you i believe if you held uh, a square was the shooting button at yeah. the time mm-hmm. if you press square and x at the same time you can you can run while shooting yeah so that's what they're not 
<laughs> anyway, but, um, but yeah, that was one of my, my favorite moments just because it was just like, there was so much, there was so much pressure. There was so much danger. You can die. Um, and you don't know who's coming where, if, especially if you're playing it for the first time, you definitely need some rations in that part. Um, and then, you know, you were talking about, you know, things that aren't, you know, really in games all that much, especially I'm talking about the time, mm-hmm. uh, when MGS one came out is afterwards where you, <laughs> where you, uh, come face to face with uh liquid in the hind and you gotta you gotta jump over the rail yeah and, and yeah scale low uh, scale down but if you don't get the rope you gotta go all the way back down all the way back. where you came from yeah. then go back up and then scale that. down but i know in twin snakes they changed that you can either scale down with a rope or yeah. you can just jump over the ledge jump and just ledge. hang uh let go and hang on. Those yeah. were, you know, that was one of my, you know, highlighted moments in MGS1. Uh, although I could keep going. Yeah, no, me too. I mean, Psychomancer's fight, uh, the Sniper Wolf fight, uh, all of those are, are obviously key moments in, in it. Fighting Vulcan Raven, you know, of course, was another uh, fantastic moment in MGS. All right, moving on to MGS2. Uh the one that Pancake 27 said was another great moment. You know, that's so fun when you're with the guards and uh with the marines and you're just there crawling behind them, next to them and stuff like I literally I was like on the edge of my seat when I was playing that part cuz I remember playing it for the first time. It was just like okay, like sneakily like get by. I was moving so slow. You know, you don't really have to move that slow like you could move at a decent speed and they won't catch you you but, do full speed yeah yeah and they, they won't catch you but you know the first time you're playing it you're just like oh man dude i like i gotta i gotta move slow and uh i remember the guy that's falling asleep the cameraman that's falling asleep you know you're just like when he wakes up you just like stay still and you're like oh man what's going on and then when i really wanted to uh change my pants was when <laughs> they uh, uh say uh, the um the sergeant says uh move to the left move to the right or uh, um you know stuff like that or and i think he says enemy to the left right or enemy to the right and it's like i was like oh that's it i'm dead commander <laughs> scott yeah it was Fortune's it was father yeah and i was just like oh my goodness they caught me uh i think that was that was so powerful you know like i know hideo kojima obviously did that for a reason for tension reasons yeah, yeah but uh it was it was perfectly executed um in that game as well mgs2 I'd have to say uh, ha- the sword fight uh, when when you get the sword, the high frequency sword uh, with um, with Snake when he gives it to you, and you're fighting soldiers just sword like you know they have guns and everything. You just have a sword like I like that. You know that that was that was really really cool. What about you for MGS two? MGS two. Now that was that was a pretty good game. Um, I guess I would have to say when. Um it was actually the moment before you mentioned. I mean, I did like that moment, but the moment before that, when you're when you having the you're basically having the shootout with the guards. You remember that part? Which one? That before you before you go into that area with the, that hangar with the soldiers. Mm. Before that, um, Shalashaska or Ocelot is mm-hmm, talking to mm-hmm. one of the. Oh no, I'm sorry. That was after the fight. But um, you're you're approaching it, and apparently, these trained men come into the hall. The mm-hmm. corridor, mm-hmm. right? And they tell the commander, uh, 
Krulukovic. They tell him they're in, and and he tells them, keep my daughter safe. Do you remember that part? Or? Yes, yeah, I do. Yeah, remember, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when they just catch you, and then it's just like, oh, crap, you know, yeah, yeah. shootout time. Um, that was a pretty cool moment. Uh, let's see. Uh, there, there, there are others, man. I'm trying to think of one with, with Raiden. Um, Dressed up as the enemy soldier. That was fun. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And, I, and, I had a lot of fun with that one. And, and what's what I appreciate about that game is that they paid attention to detail. Uh, there's certain games that obviously they emulated, emulated that from. Uh, but, you know, like when you dress up as a soldier or whatever, or as someone as the enemy. But it was never to the point where, like, you have to make sure you have the right gun. You know, so like, let's or say, even the right uniform. The right like uniform. Like if you weren't yeah. in Shell 2. Yeah. They would like call you out they right away. They were right like, away. "Hey, what's not- that uniform?" Yeah. So I, uh, man, that was such a such a great moment because you 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 know, let's say you don't have the AK forty seven, right? Mm-hmm. So and you go into the base like you like me. I thought I was like, okay, I'm good. You know, like I have everything I need. I have the guard. I have the suit, the mask, everything. So I'm going in, and then they see me, and they're just like, "Dude." You don't have the weapon. Bruh. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> so it's like, it's it's such a great uh, attention to detail that Hiroko Jima and his team did at that time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's definitely a, one of a, one, a good moment there when mm-hmm. you have to find uh, the guy with the pacemaker. Yeah. Adam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so now we, we've got part three now. Part three, I have so many moments. Uh, it is my favorite game in the iterations. So... Uh, my favorite part, which I mentioned a few weeks back, was uh, fighting the boss. Uh, that's obviously a key moment. Fighting the end, which is my favorite boss of all time, fighting. Uh, but also the sorrow, man. Uh, the sorrow was such a special moment. If you were like me in the beginning of, of Snake Eater, when I first started playing it, I killed everything and everyone I saw because I was just like, I got to get through this game. I'm going to kill you this. So my sorrow scene lasted a really, really long time uh, because, you know, I had so many people that I killed and they're just all like, dude, you killed me. Um, help. Uh. <laughs> yeah. And the way you killed them. Like if you yeah, slice, yeah. if their you neck. slice their necks, yeah. they're like bleeding from the neck, and yeah, if you shot you know, them, if in you the shot head, them everything. in the head, yeah, all that stuff. So Very they, cool. And then the animals, you know, like so, I killed so many fishes. There was so many fishes yeah, in yeah, the yeah. river. If you throw a grenade in there, forget it. If you throw oh, a grenade, not not it. in that scene, but if you like go to a regular pond and you throw a grenade, and yeah, 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 all the forget fish it. come out. Yep, forget it. And then you saw the dead bosses and everything. Yeah, yeah. A moment that is pretty skippable, and it's it's not really like a moment, but I like it. Uh, it's uh, when you have a crocodile hat <laughs> and swimming through it. You know, the, the stuff that the soldiers say is pretty funny. You know, like, I, I just like that, that you could interact with, uh, with like, the environment, like, by being the environment, you know, by being, like, one of the animals and right, stuff. Right. So, like, you know, they'll call you out, like, it's crocodile or something and they'll just walk it's away just or a crocodile yeah so that's, that's pretty cool you know uh what else uh there's just a few others man like so much uh with eva in the cave uh that's you know an awesome scene when you guys are talking you know obviously the the sexual tension that you guys have but also the easter egg that's in there uh if you leave the uh the tracker inside the transmitter of you, yeah you uh <laughs> you have a pretty funny scene with um you know, you have to face the consequences with the Gru soldiers. Uh, yeah, the they're waiting for you there. But uh, the funny part is, you know, it, it seems like a weird, uh, you know, kind of Easter egg and stuff. But it's she's just pulling out the, <laughs> the transmitter and stuff. Yeah, so. yeah, making some comments in there. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, what about you? Uh, well, I would have, man, it's, it's funny. Every time you mention one, I mean, I like those moments, but like the ones before it too, like when you're dressed off as Resnoff. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Or when, um, or where you're, when you get caught and you have to get, escape the prison. Right. I think right. those moments were like, pivotal. you're completely like, yeah, yeah. Naked, you're na- you're you just, got a fork. Yeah. You got a fork. Dude. You got a fork. And then, although you could find, uh, uh, the revolver. Well, no, you have yeah. it. You just find ammo for it. Right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all that stuff is good. And um, just the reason I liked it is because of how you know genius it was. Like there were several ways to get out. You could call a certain frequency. Yeah. You can befriend Johnny and kind you can, of you can like what I did create a a different save file for that scene and play through the nightmare. Yeah, scene, there was the nightmare, which if sucks, man. That they didn't put in the HD versions. <laughs> they didn't put in the HD versions, man. Yeah, well, I I don't know why, but the part about Reznov, man, it was just like, I mean, it made no sense because it was just like you have the mask from the beginning, and you know, it, obviously they're making fun of Raiden and, uh, you know, saying he was kind of uh, on the strange side. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was just pretty funny just to sneak in there as him. Right. Uh, and then the tension when you get caught, you know, the, the boss figures you, well, Vogan figures you out right away. Yeah. Yeah. And then you knock down, you you know, you knock down Vogan. He's on the ground and then the boss comes out of nowhere and just, <laughs> you know, just suns you. Um, but yeah, man, those, those, and, and going back to the prison escape, when you actually go down into the tunnel, you know, like when you're walking away, when you're running away, the epic music starts coming in. Right. And, and then you hear the dogs. You yeah. Stuff. You hear yeah. the dogs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you you got that scene with Ocelot where yeah. he's just like, you know, which I think it was planned a little bit, but whatever. You think it was planned? Yeah, for for him not to kill you, because remember, he was working for the Americans. Right, right, right. He had yeah. to make sure you'd succeed. Yeah, and, he, you know, he was a master in a revolver, so probably not to the level of MGS1 and MGS2 yet, but uh, he was pretty good. He was a... <laughs> you're pretty good. Yeah. Uh, he was a what? I mean, he was a natural with a gun. Yeah. He was already ricocheting bullets just with uh, uh, a Makarov. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, for me, Metal Gear Solid 4, uh, absolutely, hands down, has to be uh, Shadow Moses. Going back to Shadow Moses, I, I shed a tear. <laughs> just, uh, you know, remembering when I was like 11 years old, playing MGS1, going inside Shadow Moses, and you get back, you go back to it. In MGS4, uh, that's definitely a uh, great, great moment. You know, it's it's something that I feel had, you know, it, it only played homage to, obviously, to players, you know, uh, uh, obviously players who've played MGS. So, yeah, nostalgia. Yeah, it was <clears throat> it was so cool. Uh, another one is uh, uh, the Rex and Racing. You know, that's a, that's definitely going to Zony, Zone of the Enders uh, kind of stuff for Hiro Kojima. I know he always wanted to do like a mech fight and he loves mechs, you know, uh, robots and all that stuff. But uh, just just that whole fight is so perfect. You know, like who would have thought you would have seen Rex again, you know, out of everything? Who would have thought you would have seen Rex? I knew for some reason you were going to see Ray again after playing Metagir Solid 2 just because there was so much of them. But, uh, yeah, but who thought, you know, such an iconic Metal Gear, you know, every time I think of Metal Gear, I think of, I think of Rex, um, and you get to fight with him, you know, like, that's so cool. Uh, what about you for Metal Gear Solid 4? Metal Gear Solid 4, I mean, I, I also have to, uh, man, I'm with you on that Shadow Moses part, it was just, 
you know, just coming in. I mean, you came in from a different angle from the helicopter. Yeah, I was from a helicopter. But and when, from a little far from the base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Further, it like was further. It was something. It was like the woods or something, like the well, snowfield. I mean, yeah, yeah, whatever it was. Yeah. But when you get to it, it's just like you start hearing the music. Yeah, the right best away. is yet to come. That right away. Um, and then you, you recognize it. And then there were key moments where there would be like flashbacks. Yeah. Where yeah. you can just like, and then you hear voice clips, you know, mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. Russian gunship. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, a hind D, I'm sorry, a hind D. Yeah. What's a Russian mm-hmm. gunship doing here? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then the surveillance camera. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, it was really good just to revisit these things. Um, you got to visit Os- o- Otacon's old uh, science lab. Yeah, yeah. Where you had to, uh, you had to put input the code. Otacon <laughs> yeah. makes a little joke like, uh, yeah, yeah. "What was that code again?" You know. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, another great moment where it was just epic was the microwave scene. Yeah. I, w- well, I was going to get to that. Um. As like, what is our favorite favorite moment of Metal Gear? Okay, so I'll I'll just choose another one, but. <laughs> Um, and it's fine. I mean, that's an epic moment. It is an epic moment, but I'm I'm gonna give it to you, uh, man. Uh, working with Rat Patrol One for the first time, that was, yeah. When you when you see Meryl again, mm-hmm. you know, and and it's just like it's Johnny, just, yeah, yeah, Johnny. It's just an epic moment. Like the music, everything, just trying to storm out of a building while staying alive, and yeah, it was pretty cool, man. It was all good. Uh, but I guess we go to MGS five now, um, because we're are we considering yeah, the MGS5. portables? Yeah, let's let's consider it without spoiling anything, of course. Okay. Um, definitely, Metagross Solid Five, uh, the beginning. You know, uh, the Phantom Limbs, uh, that was extremely epic. You know, it was the same trailer that they showed uh, at the Game Awards a long time ago. Uh, you know, you're snake, you're crawling, you're you're going through uh, certain things, you're falling over, you know, you got this guy that you have to follow and you're just like going in and you're just like, man, what do I do? There's a fire and then there's so many things happening. Uh, uh, you know, you see a, a whale in the trailer and you see all these things, you're with a horse, you're just like, what the heck is going on here? You know, you're just a guy wrapped around in bandages and you're just like, what do I do? You know, like... What do I do? So yeah, and you're you're just trying to follow this guy whose name is Ishmael. Yeah, you don't even. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's 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 awesome. It's very cool. What about you? Uh, I guess I would have to say when you first fight Quiet. Um. Yeah. It was for me. It was just like man. I was actually very very, like, uh, impressed by it. You know, just seeing that this is a. I wasn't expecting it. There's a whole new kind of like, um. It's like fighting the end on steroids. I've said that before. It's all one playing field, you know. And I and I died because uh, I died plenty. One, I didn't yeah, have a sniper. Too. Yeah, me neither. When I first fought her. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have a sniper. And two, I didn't want to run away because they kept giving you, telling you on the radio, is like you know you can fight another day. But you know, since of course we're I'm hard headed. You know, I yeah. kept, I I mean I eventually beat her, took yeah. her back to base, knocked her out with the, with the tranquilizer. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um if I had another moment um it was when you first rescue Kaz. Mm-hmm. The dialogue that they say while they're while you're running to the chopper. He was like, "It's been 9 years and I've been waiting to hear it. Come on, just say it one time." Oh, uh, yeah. Kept you yeah. waiting. Kept huh? you waiting, huh? Yeah. Come on, do it one more t- one time for me. Yeah. It, it was just like, "Wow, man." 
It's like seeing Kaz in this moment. You can only imagine after not seeing your your comrade, your friend, your closest ally after nine years, you know, trying to protect you. Right. And you sure. come and save him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, that's uh, it's definitely a heartwarming uh, scene, especially coming off Ground Zeroes and everything that happened there. Uh, if you want, we could talk about Ground Zeroes, you know, maybe any moments from there. I mean, I I I take Ground Zeroes in Part Five as a whole. Yeah, yeah, for you sure. know, it was just a prequel, and it was just mm-hmm. it's like, what do you what do you very really, weird way to do it? Yeah, but, yeah, you know. like what what do you really take away from part? You know, Ground Zeroes. I mean, hey guys, if you guys want to mention Ground Zeroes, by all means, go right ahead. Yeah, but um, Ground Zeroes, it just offered just the beginning of it. Um, I did like rescuing Hirokojima in Ground Zeroes. <laughs> what took you so long? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, I guess uh, I guess if I had to pick a moment, it was when the Jack Bauer came out of uh, Big Boss. <laughs> yeah. When he was like, she's rigged. Hold her down. Hold her down. You know, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. He always repeats. Everything. Yeah, yeah. He, he, that's how you talk like Jack Bauer. You say something normal and then you scream it. Yeah, so, exactly. You know, for instance, what time is it? What time is it? Yeah, you know, <laughs> exactly. That's how Jack exactly. Power talks. True. Um, so now, you know, our favorite Metal Gear moment uh, of all time. Uh, obviously, you already know mine. It's uh, the microwave scene in Metal Gear Solid 4. I've never experienced in any game uh, or for that matter, a movie, you know, um, where I experience like just like extreme intensity uh a sweating and and just like i was standing up honestly i was like at first i was sitting down so if you don't know the microwave scene from my uh, from Metal Gear Solid 4 is you're crawling as a snake uh and you're moving along this microwave pretty much it, they call it the microwave but it's like this really heated cpu ai thing that you're trying to get to and your uh, sneaking suit is is uh, ripping off pretty much your uh, the the suit that you have there, and it's like ripping off. You're you're crawling, and so in the middle of that, while you're crawling during gameplay, you're seeing other scenes happening. So it's kind of like a comic book strip um, style. So I don't know if you remember this, but it's like a comic book strips where they cut it, and they have like the scene with uh, Meryl and Johnny, the scene with Raiden you know, a kernel, all of this stuff happening at the same time. And it's just beautifully done. Like, like you're, you're crawling and it's, this is gameplay. So if you stop pressing, uh, X, if you stop pressing X, like you'll stop moving. So in, in the scene, you know, so it's like, wow, like this is perfect. It's done perfectly. Um, I, I was sitting down at first. I remember, you know, just hitting X, hitting X, hitting X. I was getting tired. So I literally got up from my seat and I was like, Oh, come on, come on. <laughs> and I was just like going through it, going through. It, and I was like, Oh my goodness, I'm almost there. When does this end? And then finally, you know, it cuts to full screen and then you're just rapidly hitting X and then. <laughs> Snake. There it is. Anyway, a <laughs> little fun there. Yeah, yeah man. That, there it is. I mean, uh, it's just a such a great scene where uh, it shows intensity. Uh, I think it it showed something that 
no game or uh, no movie for that matter. I mean, maybe some movies, of course, but this is my opinion, of course. But um, just showed me like just like really, really like I'm I'm trying to crawl with Snake. Like I'm trying to to like be there with him. You're fighting alongside him, like literally. And I feel like I'm inside this microwave and like just just hitting X. Like I was physically tired, and Snake clearly looked physically exhausted as well. So uh, it was a picture perfect moment in metal gear solid for me what about you what was your favorite all-time metal gear solid moment i guess i would have to say it's a toss-up and i and i thought about it very very carefully um without hitting part five or anything like that but i would have to say when big boss comes back in mgs4 at the end yeah like you're yeah. just like oh snap <laughs> he's alive yeah again uh, again again and and it, they just have like this moment yeah yeah where he i mean he explains everything and he he kills zero like yeah. come on like right away like <laughs> like he just like shuts off the oxygen <laughs> anyway yeah. um uh and what's funny is that you know the credits roll and then you know the credits are rolling normally yeah, yeah, and, stuff, yeah, yeah. and then you see big boss played by uh i forgot the name i can't remember but we said this before we said it we did say wasn't it? it it's richard doyle Richard Doyle? Is okay. it Richard? No, I'm probably saying that name wrong. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, if it is yeah. Richard Doyle, uh, it says Big Boss. And then you're like, wait a minute. But Big Boss didn't have a, a voice in the game because he was mentioned in the game, of course, by Eva, you know, and stuff. But it wasn't it wasn't like he didn't have a voice there. So I'm, I'm thinking like, OK. And then it does question mark, question mark, you know, and then it just stops like a sudden, you know, like that was fun. Man, that was that was super fun. Yeah, man, it, it it really was. It was like after playing MGS four, which was really for the fans. Yeah, that MGS game's four a fan was service. completely for the fans. Yeah, you know, it was Wish just they stuck to that to five. What happened? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, you know, after you've done everything and the battle is all over, Big Boss shows up. Yeah, and. Yeah. You know, they have this... Eye patch, trench coat, and everything. Yep, yep. Epic beard. You name it. Yeah. And they have this moment together, and he's just giving Snake some last bit of advice. Yeah. You know, about living his life for him, mm-hmm. and no longer fighting, and man, and, and of course the fox die kills him, so this time we know Big Boss is gone. Yeah. Um. You know, and it ends with him... Uh, I, you know, leading against the uh, the boss's grave, um, and as he's sitting there, he tries to light the cigar and he can't. Yeah. And then you see the look on Solid Snake's face, mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, he's actually like he's like ha- he's emotional about it. He's not yeah. crying or whatever, but he's just very he's emotional. like sympathetic and 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 he just like he picks up the cigar and he lights it, takes a puff and and puts it in Big Boss's you know, mouth mm. and big boss takes one puff of it. And he, and he just says, this is nice, isn't it? Yeah. And then he just dies. He just fades. Yeah. That has to be one of the most, at least on my book, one of the most epic mm-hmm. metal gear moments ever. Yeah. I was not expecting that. Uh, I remember, you know, cool story. Uh, I remember when we were playing it. So <laughs> funny story about this. We both didn't have a PS3. <laughs> when we uh when we first played metal gear 
uh we got the game but no playstation 3 <laughs> do you remember this back in 2007 how could i forget <laughs> so we went to uh, our friend brian's house uh and Herp. <laughs> we went over there so uh we played the game and we literally finished it in one night <laughs> yeah not Just to like mention heidel drank all the coke in brian's house <laughs> i did i did his dad was so mad <laughs> his dad his, still hates you i think till today he hates us no he doesn't even know i was there he doesn't <laughs> even remember me like i go to church with this man and he doesn't know who i am still so <laughs> nah he's cool i see him all the time <laughs> um but uh it was so funny man like it was such a great moment because we finished it in one sitting like it was just like let's just do this right now you know trying to figure out vamp um how to kill him and everything uh just the whole story of metagear 4 was great but definitely that's uh that's a very cool fan service um you know the the last the ending part of that yeah yeah sure. definitely they really did like if they ended the the series with that story not counting revengeance yeah it would be perfect yeah so this one is um a little different it's 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 my metal gear solid moment um it's not my metal gear solid moment of all time but uh back uh about three three years ago uh if you guys remember or not but Uniqlo, the clothing store, they had a special Metal Gear Solid clothing line. Um, they had something like this for uh, their new stores that they were having in New York City. So they had two flagship stores, um, the one on 14th and the one on 34th. So I had news. Uh, my friend and I, uh, Angel, we went to Uniqlo on 34th. We waited in line. Uh, I think from like eight in the morning all the way to like three in the afternoon, uh, wasn't that bad, but we waited in line and we were extremely excited because Kojima himself was going to be there and he was doing signings. <laughs> um, they're tricky though. Uh, let me tell you, Arnaldo, they're pretty tricky because they said in order for you to meet him and get something signed, you have to buy at least two shirts. Let me tell you that these shirts were not cheap. <laughs> Two shirts. So I got myself an original red uh, Metal Gear Solid shirt. And I got a uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 shirt uh, from uh, uh, the great one. So I got to meet him. And he signed my Metal, my Metal Gear Solid 1 original. Uh, him and Yoshi uh, got to sign it. So that was, uh, that was an impeccable moment. So you couldn't take pictures there. <laughs> but uh i got to sneak a picture so the whole time i was trying to get a good angle this or whatever so i could get a kojima's face literally at that moment he turns around and looks directly at the camera directly at the camera and he just looks at me and his face is like kind of like oh are you serious uh, no pictures kind of face like it was just like are you serious dude there's no pictures here snapped it put it on twitter if you want, check out at Heido Martinez, uh, Heido2591 on my Twitter and uh, look, you know, look through the pictures uh, folder and stuff. And then you'll see, you'll see his face there. And it's like, are you serious, dude? Come on. <laughs> you know, but I got to, got to meet him, shook his hand. Um, he got to sign uh, that. He signed my buddy's Blu-ray of uh, the Medical Solid 4 Special Edition Blu-ray. And uh, it was cool, man. It was it was very cool meeting him. It's uh, he didn't say much. You know, I just said, thank you. You, you know, you are my favorite 
creator of all time. Um, Metal Gear Solid is my favorite game of all time. Uh, and I'll never forget this moment. You know, that's all I said. He said, <laughs> all he understood was thank you. That's all he probably understood because I speak su- super fast. <laughs> so, and he was, he was just like, you know, thank you so much. Uh, he just said, thank you. You know, that's, that's all he said. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You know, and then I, I spoke to Yoshi for a while, uh, just like literally like 10 seconds and stuff. And, you know, I said, I love the art direction that you have. Uh, you know, if you didn't know, you know, Yoshi Shinkawa, he's the artist, uh, the lead director of that. Um, no, he, I just thought it was Mario's dinosaur. <laughs> no, for the listeners. So, uh, for the listeners. Yeah. And, uh, he, uh, you know, he just said, oh, thank you. You know, most of inspiration comes from old, you know, Japanese uh, mangas and stuff like that. And, and you know, uh, he it was a cool moment. Uh, also, you know, going inside Uniqlo, they were playing Metal Gear Solid music the whole time inside of the store. So while you were waiting inside in the store, uh, music was playing. So that was really cool, too. You know, we were all singing along when uh, um, Snake Eater came out. Uh, you know, we were all singing inside the store. It was cool, you know, me being around all these Metal Gear Solid fans and uh, having uh, just one special moment for this, you know, inside of New York City, you know, which I hope that this podcast can actually get to that level where, you know, we have, we are the voices of Metal Gear for now. Yeah, definitely. Um, And, you know, everyone's listening to us uh, and just know that, you know, we're out there, Metal Gear Solid fans as well. Um, And we want this podcast to be, you know, the Metal Gear Solid podcast, uh, hopefully, you know, where it's just a voice for them, you know? that's my Metal Gear Solid moment. Uh, you can definitely write to us uh, for your Metal Gear Solid moment. Uh, you know, and let us know what, what your favorite Metal Gear moments are. Uh, without further ado, our last segment of the day, which is UCBP Trivia. Who's that? All right, all right. We've gotten to the section we've all been waiting for. <laughs> it's trivia sure. time. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Do I need to explain the rules again? Go for it. Okay. I will tell Heidel a line, a phrase, a dialogue between two people. Could be either one. From Metal Gear. His job is to tell me who said it to who, from what game, and where. Okay? Um. So, without further ado, here we go. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. This is someone saying it to someone else. Mm-hmm. You are Sonic not. Sonic the Hedgehog to Return to Chaos Emerald. I'm nope, moving. Not that I'm, one? I'm, 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 I... <laughs> All right, go ahead. Anyway, it says You're not worthy to speak of the boss. You're not worthy to speak of the boss. Now, I did say last week I was going to make this harder. <laughs> yeah, that is he, yeah. extreme. That's European extreme. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the boss extreme. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, man, this is a tough one. Can you say it again? What is it? You're not worthy to speak of the boss. You're not worthy. To speak of the boss. Okay. Hmm. Um. You're probably doing a trick thing here, because the boss in any reference is from Metal Gear Solid Three. Uh. So. 
I'm going to say Eva talking to Ocelot. Um, yeah, Eva talking to Ocelot, Metal Gear Solid 3, final answer. Why do you keep doing that when you're not even sure saying final answer? You're listening. <laughs> yeah, you gotta see Heidel's face. He's like final answer. It's like, oh, uh, who wants to be a millionaire? You know, final answer. <laughs> yeah, fi- final answer. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. You're wrong. All right. You don't get another chance. You're just no. That's it. I yeah, yeah, that's chance. it. You're you're wrong. So even though in the other podcast I got other chances, I don't get. Oh, you see, but you eight. bring it up. But when you get it correct, you won't take another question. You see, we can't do that. You can only have one. But that was... You're done. You know what? We're done. Guys, we need a rule establishment here. We Rule establishment? Right. I only gave you one chance once. I mean, the two chances. Once. Once. No, it's been every time, dude. It has not been every time. I edit these episodes, and I know it's been more than once, because oh I've lost gosh. almost all the time. This is what he wants to do. He wants another chance. Let's give Heidel another chance, then. This is the last time I will give you another chance. It's Who's, on record. Who said? It's on record. I said, all right, fine, fine, go. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why I want another chance. Cause... I don't know why you want another chance. Uh, the boss. Okay. Who said it to who <laughs> and where? <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to say. You're not worthy. You're not what? Say it again. You're not worthy to speak of the boss. You're not worthy to speak of the boss. Okay. Uh, man, I am super clueless in this one. Uh, you wanted another chance. Let's see. Okay. Metal Gear Solid 3. Uh, the end talking to Snake right before they fight. Final answer. <laughs> okay. Are you, yeah, you're wrong. Okay, what's the answer? <laughs> Metal Gear Portable Ops. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Snake is talking, well, Big Boss is talking to Gene mm-hmm. in the Metal Gear complex. Ugh. See, when he says, know. you know, when he, when he makes reference to leading the men like the boss did, mm-hmm. and Snake says, you're full of yourself, Gene. You're not worthy to speak of the boss. Okay. Well, thank you for that one. <laughs> I, I told you. Yeah. Told you. I'll make it a little easier next time. Yeah. Well... That is the trivia, guys. Let me know what you feel about um, my behavior towards Heidel and the questions I'm asking him. <laughs> you know, send us an email. Am I being too harsh? Should I give him another chance every time? Uh, I don't know. I want to know what you guys think. But uh, that's the trivia. We have it every single episode. And uh, I hope that you will join us. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I have some awesome news. I got. Some Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain Steam codes. Uh, guess what we want to do with those? It's giveaway time. That's right, <laughs> it's baby. Be another segment, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> giveaway time. So we want to give you guys the codes. Uh, if you are some awesome PC players out there, 
uh, you know, for Metagross Auto 5 looks phenomenal on PC, first of all. That's right. Um, I have no idea when Metagross Auto 5 online is going to come out for PC, so I'm very sorry, guys. But you will have the awesome look, a lot of customizations. You can even the, you can even add like custom soundtracks. Yeah, your own custom the, soundtracks. Yeah, to the helicopters coming in. There's a lot of features you can do, man. And besides, maybe you're just a Metal Gear fan and you want it for PC as well. 60 frames per second if you've got a really good one. Yeah, for sure. So uh, what we're gonna do is we are going to pick a random winner. Okay. So we have five different Steam codes, and we are picking. Random winner. So on next week's episode, if you write in to under the cardboard box at gmail.com with your question topic, we will read it here and that'll be the winner. <laughs> and you also, there's also another rule. You also have to go to our Facebook page and join it. Yes. Join our Facebook group, which is under the cardboard box. So those are the two, those are the two rules. We look forward to it. As soon as you like both of them, we'll be. We'll just pick random winners. You could be yeah. a winner of one of these five codes. Yeah, for sure. So uh, just remember, guys, that we are only uh, doing this till next week. That is the deadline. So to resubmit for uh, next week's, you have to write in another question. Uh, we are picking at random here. So just uh, remember, email us at under the cardboard box at gmail.com and also like us on uh, I'm sorry, join our Facebook group uh, on Facebook under the cardboard box. So you can get this podcast every Tuesday. <laughs> you can subscribe to under the cardboard box podcast. You could find us or you could even search on iTunes for Metal Gear Solid and you can literally find us. We are the first ones there, guys. So that is an achievement. That is unlocked. A, <laughs> yes, that is a trophy achievement unlocked for us. Uh, we uh we thank you because that wasn't uh, done alone by yeah. just us two. Yeah. It was done by you guys. Uh, when you search Metal Gear Solid on iTunes, Podomatic, Pod, uh, Podbay, any podcast service, you search Metal Gear Solid and we come up. So that is uh, that is great. Um, we also are on YouTube. Our YouTube page is under the cardboard box. You can catch our videos every Friday. So subscribe to our YouTube page. Uh, we appreciate it, guys. Uh, we are going to soon be getting into videos uh we uh you know for now we've only been uploading the audio files but if you find youtube to be a better platform for you if you have youtube red which is their uh system that they have now yeah where you um, can finally listen to whatever it is while the screen is closed or whatever yeah, right so um you know you can definitely subscribe to us there we are on soundcloud uh and we also have our twitch stream Every Thursday. Yeah. Every Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time yes. to 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. Maybe, Sometimes maybe 11. Extended, Sometimes yeah. 11. Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, last week, you know, we thank you guys for joining us last week. And with all the questions that you guys asked us, that was very awesome. Uh, you know, so I know it was a little laggy at first and stuff. And we had some technical difficulties and stuff. And then for some reason, it just like kicked us off the game. We'll, we'll try better next time yeah. to the best of our ability. Right, is. right. But uh, we thank you for joining us. Uh, you know, that was that was really, really cool. Uh, so, uh, as well as rating, comment us, please. Uh, you know, if you rate us on iTunes and, and comment, that would help us tremendously. You have no idea how much it would help us. 
and tell your friends, guys. We really appreciate your support and want to thank you. Um, guys, we are UCBP, and uh, until next time, we are signing off. What What's is up, up everyone? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was starting. We didn't even talk about that. We didn't even establish that. Okay, cut. 2016. So it's coming up next month and will take place in the Man. Mandalay? Mandalay? Can't even say it. <laughs> Mandalay Convention. Uh, so another one. Your beep. It was a beep. All right, fine. It's not like someone FaceTimed me. Right. But except when, when I get FaceTimed, they're FaceTiming me, not you. What the heck does that mean? I don't know. You're just trying to prove a point? I don't even know. I'm sorry. Do. We're recording at like 2 a.m. He hasn't slept yet. I'm sorry. Yeah, it, I'm tired, dude. Yeah, I know. And cranky. Like a baby. Cut. And that's our show. <laughs>